0: so awesome. hey.
1: Welcome back to the crossover podcast. sure we get comics, pop culture and sports? And it is sports time as we're going to be talking week
0: two deuce
1: in the national football league. Uh, joining me today, Craig needles. How the heck are you, Craig? Doing well. All right. Uh, and joining us this week, Bill in his triumphant return, Bill needles. How the hell are you, buddy?
2: I am fantastic, sir. Thank you.
1: All right. Good to have you back. So, uh, great week gambling for us. I, th- I thought, um, Picks-wise, I went 5-0, and oh, and I, I, I made a lot of money on those parlays. Uh, you guys kind of mediocre on your picks for the show, but I know you made some money on some tickets off. Uh, unfortunately, all three of us, uh, for our team-wise, wow, horrible week. Just a truly awful, awful week by our teams actually performing on the field. And uh, we'll get to lamentable.
0: I, I, I didn't watch the last bit of the Broncos game. I assume they won. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As they often do. Um, I am going to. Here's the thing. You're not supposed to overreact to week one. Uh, but with your guys' permission, I would like to completely overreact to uh, week one as we discuss every game because I'm going to be providing uh, hot takes for every uh, every game that, uh, that, that we mention going forward. So this <laughs> should be fun. Uh, first up, Thursday nighter. The Cincinnati Bengals go to Cleveland or at least take a bus down to Cleveland. And take on the Browns. The Browns minus six in uh, what should be an interesting Thursday night or tomorrow night. I- interesting in terms of the, the performance on the field because I don't think the game will actually be any good. But wow. uh, hot takes for this one, I guess, are Baker Mayfield bust and uh, Joe Burrow. Uh, just welcome to Cincinnati, bud. <laughs> right? like, oh. Yeah. Right.
0: Like, uh, hey, we we be. I think we be talking about Joe Burrow entirely differently. Like, look, the pass interference on AJ Green at the end of that game. Awful. Um, it, it was somehow, like I can understand it was better than the Dallas uh, it, Los Angeles
1: call. Yeah, more forgivable than that. But like,
0: but if that if, if that doesn't get called, the Bengals win. Everyone's talking about how great Joe Burrow is exactly. right now. But oh, Joe man. Burrow made a like. He made a nice throw there.
1: And they should – oh, yeah, that was, was a gorgeous throw. They should add, They should absolutely be talking about how good Joe Burrow is. But it's just like – it's one of those things where it's just, hey, welcome to welcome to Cincinnati there, uh, Joe Burrow. And, like, the Joe Burrow face that might get memed after uh, the Randy Bullock miss where Bullock faked the calf injury after he <laughs> – like, yeah. I thought that was special. Randy Bullock being like, oh, God, it's 20 feet wide. Oh, my arm, my, my leg, I think it's broken, <laughs> right? And it was just like, well, I, it was just – Laughing my ass off at that because obviously my hatred for kickers is well documented. And one faking a calf injury after <laughs> wildly missing a game time field goal, I just I thought that was truly, yeah, well, it was even
0: close. That was a chip shot, yeah, truly, bad. truly
1: special. Um, yeah, the AJ Green thing, I, I just think with pass interference, like offensive pass interference, man, it's got to be real bad because there's so much hand fighting yeah. and, and shoving. And like, I need to, like, if AJ, like. And especially because AJ green that was such like a basketball pick play where he bodied the guy up and then kind of like he didn't really shove off he was just using his arm to guard him like to keep him at arm's length and then and then kind of like you know squeamed away for the uh, for the two-handed catch and I just I, I or for the corner end zone catch, and I just I thought it was just a great play. I I thought that one should have gone uncalled, and I really thought the Gallup one should have went uncalled. But like like because uh, offensive pass interference should be like if you like you should really have to like two hand shove the D back in order for that one to yeah. get called. There's just so yeah much they seem to
2: call it every there. time the elbow gets extended, even if it
0: doesn't even look like they're pushing them.
2: You yeah, know?
1: especially when like
0: cause well Gat- the one on the one on Michael Gallup was though that, that, that's why people aren't talking about AJ Green is because the one on Michael Gallup was the worst one of the weekend. Oh yeah. Cause but like
1: Gallup had a
0: the, AJ, Gallup, but the AJ green one, obviously swung a game. The Michael Gallup uh-huh. one probably did too.
1: Yeah. Like the AJ, the, well, cause the Gallup one also has the added thing of the Randy or sorry. The AJ green one has the added thing of, well, your kicker still had a chance to send it to overtime and wildly missed. Can't blame us for that. Right. Like, but like the Mike, the Michael Gallup one was so bad. Cause he clearly had a step on Ramsey and then wasn't pushing him at all. It was just like, I have a step on you. I'm using my arm to keep you, like literally yeah. arm's length away and then jalen ramsey just did the like the the kyle lowry I... marcus smart like oh thing and yeah. was like oh then they, then the refs fell for it and i couldn't could not believe that they fell for that Ugh, can't have flopping in the nfl we just we we just we can't have it um yeah, Browns coming in to Cincinnati, or sorry, Cincinnati coming in to play Cleveland, and the Browns are minus six. Billy, why don't you, we get your thoughts on this since it's your first uh, kick of the can in 2020?
2: Yeah, I didn't want to start with uh,
0: Bengals-Browns, tell you that much. <laughs> um, well, I'll tell you right now, I'm just glad that I don't have to make this to Scott Hansen game because it's on Thursday night. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we got to watch it anyway. All eyeballs on this
0: Yeah, one. we're doomed. <laughs> uh, I
1: think...
2: I think I gotta say Cincinnati here. They look like a better team mm-hmm. last week, um, and, and I uh, Cleveland has more talent on it. I'll tell you that right now. But I I gotta go with Cincinnati. Mm.
0: What about you, Craig? You know I'm, I'm I'm usually very much in favor of taking home teams on a Thursday, obviously, mm-hmm. which would mean Cleveland. But six is too many, isn't it?
1: Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with that. I I think I think, and this will be a. a uh... This will be a wild, th- or this will be a common theme for me. I think this is, this isn't going to be one of my five because there's better games. But I think if you're one of those compulsive types, you just has to gamble. I think the Browns are the play here, because um, I think that everybody is just. You know, if you just look at those two games that we watched, hey, you know the Bengals look pretty good and should have at least sent that game to overtime. It's just their stupid kicker who needs to choke down a salad, uh, missed the kick by like th- missed the chip shot by like thirty feet. Whereas the Browns got completely obliterated. But when you peel back the layers of of what went on there, the Browns got completely obliterated by the best team in the league at home, right? Like like on like the Browns were on the road and just got obliterated by the Ravens, right? Um, so I'm not sure if you can glean a lot from, from that Browns performance on Monday. So I, I think this is a good buy low moment on the Browns. Now, would I have liked the number to be a little bit lower than six? I was kind of hoping it would come in the Vegas zone at four and yeah, the see if five. I was thinking it
0: was going to be like three and a half, four, somewhere in there.
1: I still think I still think I would I, I would feel comfortable taking the Browns just because I think it'll be a, somewhat of a bounce back game for them. Uh,
0: what I will say is that various tackles on the uh, Bengals had a very hard time with uh, uh, Joey Bosa on Sunday. I would suspect they will have uh, perhaps an even more difficult time with Miles Garrett coming up yeah, on, on, absolutely on, on Thursday night.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So I think I would make my, my pick the 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 Browns for this, but I'm not uh, I'm not making it my lock of the week or anything like that. I just I just think it's a bounce back spot. And you'll hear me talking about bounce back spots throughout the week. I think. All right, let's head to the Sunday games. The Carolina Panthers are heading to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers minus eight and a half. This game actually opened up at Buccaneers minus nine, so it's been bet down to uh, the Bucks minus eight and a half. Um. I mean, obviously, this is old hat at this point that Tom Brady looked really not good on uh, on yep. Sunday. Um,
0: I. My, my my hot take about that might yeah. be that. Uh, Do that it. Over, was Let's the,
1: overreact, Craig. Let's overreact right
0: now. I, I don't even know if this is an overreaction. Yeah. I think this is that was uh, the Saints' defense was a very big part of that. Yeah, like they were really really good. Lattimore was fantastic. The Saints' front was great. Like mm-hmm. the Saints' defense was fantastic in this game. And uh, I think that was my that my bigger takeaway was wow that group is really good than anything to do with Tom Brady is what I will say.
1: I I think I completely agree. I, like and I think I, even though I'm going to be overreacting, guy this this on this podcast or whatever, I just think that if Brady and them still, I, I'm not going to be worried about the Bucks and Tom Brady unless they still look like this in mid November, right? Like,
0: right. Right. Yeah. It, it's, that's see, this is the it's season solid. that people. This is the season people were comparing it to. Is remember. Ah, uh, the Broncos in uh, Peyton Manning's first season in Denver. Mm-hmm. They through week five were two and three.
2: Yeah.
0: And now there was a game there in Atlanta that they should have won. That uh, the re- the re- the replacement replace referees just completely lost control of, and a couple well, other bad breaks. Two and or three. Or something in that game, right? There was. A uh, no, that was uh, a there? phantom, uh, a phantom unnecessary roughness call that extended that the drive. What I think it was. Yeah, was yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, either way. They were 2-3 and three through five games, and they finished the season 13-3. and three. Yeah. It just took Manning a little while to adjust to the new people around him. Mm-hmm. took Manning a little while to adjust to a, a new offensive scheme after uh, uh, being in the same place for a long time. And, and people Manning made that got a theory. preseason. Yeah, Manning got a preseason. That's yeah. an excellent point. That's true. Uh, so it may take Brady and company a couple weeks to sort of figure this out, is what yeah, I would say. just
1: get on the same page. That's all. Like, uh... And and historically, Lattimore has gotten the best of Mike Evans, and Mike Evans yes. is what a top five, maybe even top three receiver yeah. in the in the league. But Lattimore is a guy who two times a year I, gets the better of him, more or less, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Lattimore has, has just was just won that matchup so so far. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, would uh, be Brady pretty happy. Will be fine. Brady fine enough for you to lay nine points with him, though. Um, I think the, I think the Panthers' defense is legitimately. They, they might have yes. the worst defense. I think that that is on the table here for them.
1: Yeah, I, I think this will be a high-scoring game. I'm mostly interested in. I mean, obviously betting the over is is a pretty square play, but like at 48 and a half for this game,
0: that's too low.
1: That seems a little bit low for me because I think I think the Panthers will get their garbage time scores. I feel like the Bucks are going to look a little bit better on offense just because the Panthers are the the Panthers might have the worst defense. What is their DVOA? Uh they are twenty seventh. I realize that's with a small sample size so far, but yes. it is what it is. Um through one game. Uh the eight and is a, a bit much for me, so I have that as a stay away because I'd be a little bit concerned about um backdoor cover potential, but I would say that I'm more interested in the eight and a half with the Bucks than I am with the plus eight with the Panthers. What do you think, Bill?
2: Yeah, I, I... I'll take the Panthers, but that's just because I'm not laying eight and a half with the Bucks. So it's not that I love the Panthers and I think they're going to, quote unquote, bounce back. I think they'll be bad most of the year.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but I'm not laying nine points with, with Brady and company
0: the way we saw them.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's fair. Uh, thoughts on the, on the eight and a half, Craig?
0: Uh, I would like the Tampa Bay end more than the Carolina end. I'm with you though. If I'm, if I'm going to gamble on this game, I'm going to take the that that over on the 48. Is, uh, is, is that's too low for me to resist? I just I, I think that Carolina's offense might be legitimately good, but I just think they might be terrible on defense. Yeah.
1: Um. Next up, the Jacksonville Jaguars, my beloved Jacksonville Jaguars. I was trying to tell people all week. Didn't think they'd win the game, to be honest. But knew, felt like they were going to cover, and and that bet was, was... Well, right about that
0: last. We were. I, I just. Hey, one of these two teams is losing on purpose. Uh, yeah. Gardner Minshew is legit. Like, yeah. Look, the, the physical limitations are clear, mm-hmm. but he he knows what he's doing. And and as an NFL quarterback, that's a a big chunk of the battle is, hey, do you understand this? And he clearly does. Yeah. Yeah, he was going through the reads well, man. Like, he was getting his second
2: and third receiver and still hitting them
0: up with accuracy. Like, it was was pretty impressive. It was good. And, like, I I think that, look, here's what I think about Gardner Minshew. One, I think he's going to be a guy that for a long time is, like, on the periphery of being... a a, a starting nfl quarterback so he's going to fluctuate between some years he's a starter some years he's not but he's going to be in the league for a long time and like you know we're going to be you know 10 years from now we're going to be like wait a minute uh uh, starting quarterback x is hurt for uh team y who's who's going to be starting for them oh it's gardner Minshew. okay i think that he's going to have that type of career like he's going to be like a mccown brother like is it a McCown nick falls yeah yeah, yeah, sure. The, the, the good examples. I don't know if he's ever going to start and win a Super Bowl against Bill Belichick, so maybe not, maybe not Nick Foles. Yeah. But, uh, no, your 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 point is well made. Yeah. Uh yeah, I, I you're right, Bill. He was he was going through like like he just knows the offense and he knows the personnel and he was making the right throws in the right spots and um he was very clearly the best quarterback on the field in that game, which uh hmm. that's awkward because one of the guys is uh is supposed to be going to the hall of fame
1: before we get into this game let me ask you guys this question um contracts and all that crap aside if you could start a team right now who would you rather have as your quarterback gardner menchu or baker mayfield
0: i think i would take mayfield Mm. only because i like I, I I I'm pretty sure I know what Gardner Minshew is, which is somewhere between quarterback twenty and thirty-five in the world. Mm-hmm. I think that Baker might be able to get into the top ten. I still think the potential is there for that to happen. Yeah, so I done. take Baker. What do you think, Bill?
2: Um. Yeah, I, I think with with the sample size we got, I take Baker. He played. Uh, Minshew played a great game last week, but. Let's see him, you know, play eight more great games, and then we can start having that conversation again. But Baker Mayfield has proven his talent a little bit more than Minshew has. All
1: right. Uh, Tennessee Titans hosting this game minus nine. Uh, you're getting yeah. points with the Jaguars. Um, I think, and this is going to be somewhat uh, flip-floppy of me. I think that this is a good spot to lay the lay the lay the points with the Titans. I know I love the Jaguars. I'm going to be coming back to them throughout the year. But I I
0: think... That's a lot for a division game.
1: That's a lot for a division game. Fair. Um, Jaguars coming off a big upset win, though. Traveling on the road. Probably flying a little too high. Um, Titans not looking really good against the Denver Broncos. Few weird stuff. Uh, But just that... That double that uh, doubleheader of the the Monday nighter on week one is always just a weird effing game. Um, nothing is as it seems in that game. You you, you should glean no uh, for like you should just take no answer. Nothing that happened in those games should be definitive answers. Is what I'll say. Um, I just think the Titans the Jaguars are very uh, susceptible to the run, and that's what Tennessee wants to do. I think I think Tennessee just has the ball for like. 45 of the 60 minutes in this game and just really gets after it. And the Jags. I would lay the points uh, with the Titans. What do you think, Bill?
2: Yeah, I, I don't know what it is about this game, but just looking at it, I'm feeling backdoor cover, mm-hmm. um, but I think I like Tennessee more and specifically for the reason you mentioned that a good team against the run has trouble stopping Henry. Jacksonville's going to struggle. Um, if he's getting six yards a clip, they are they're unbeatable.
1: Uh, Craig Titans minus nine.
0: It's a stay away for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Tennessee will win this game. I just think that not nine is nine is tough in a division game. Um, nine is nine, tough in a division game, even with uh, the Jaguars on the road. Yeah, uh, those are all fair
1: points. Uh, next up, the New York Giants are heading to Chicago to take on the Bears. The Bears coming off a uh, man just. Uh, Equal parts, I can't believe they were even in that game. And equal parts just butt-ass luck uh, with the with the touchdown drop from DeAndre Swift. Um, Bears laying five and a half. So you're laying five and a half points with Trubisky um, against the Giants. Uh, the New York Giants getting five. Uh, what do you think on this one, Craig?
0: Well, I'll tell you one thing I think about this game. <laughs> Scott Hansen? Yeah. Do not show this game.
1: Wow, you don't want Daniel Jones versus Mitch Trubisky? That one—that's that, a corner TV I game. I
0: specifically, <laughs> I specifically don't. <laughs> to quote Liz Lemon, "No, thank you, please." Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I, I do not want that. Mm. Uh, if, if, if I were to place a bet on this game, I think I bet Chicago. I think the Giants are bad. Yeah. I think they're just. They're, like they got a lot of breaks against the Steelers and still got their asses kicked.
1: Yeah, that's true. And uh, yeah, there was that there was that one play that because like, obviously I needed I needed Steelers to close out the the, the fifth part of my parlay and the Giants yeah. got up early and there was that one play where there was like a a missed pass interference call I think on the Giants where if that had gone the Giants way I'd have been like oh boy <laughs> like, but yep. uh, it didn't uh, the TJ
0: Watt right. interception which. Ugh, that oh, was not a like good, that was Daniel Jones' decision. Yeah, uh, that that kind of changed the games. They get that Pittsburgh goes down and scores, and basically the Giants were seemingly not competitive the rest of the way, and the Steelers could do whatever they wanted. But that was kind of the game-defining moment. I thought
1: very rarely in a single play can a linebacker slash lineman say, "I'm flat out better than you at this game, Mister Quarterback." Um, oh. But uh, that was one of those moments. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, you just yeah. went up there and got it. Now, of course, yeah. it's easier to go up there and get it if you know exactly where the ball's going and True. Jones is staring down his receiver. But yeah, uh, yeah, Still. that was uh, that was not a good play for the Giants. And uh, I don't know. I know some people were were encouraged by some of the things they saw from Jones last year. I don't see it. I I just don't know if this guy is going to be a good NFL quarterback.
1: No, I. Uh... So far, nothing. A lot of it it comes from the uh, uh, a lot of it comes from the, uh, the the one game he comeback game he had against the Bucks last year that should have been yeah. a comeback because the Bucks guy missed missed the kick. You know, yet again right. we come back to kickers missing missing game winning field goals. Uh, Bears minus five and a half. What do you think, uh, Billy?
2: Bears. Um, I, I think the Giants are terrible. Yeah. I think. Like, they've got a, a talented running back, but you stack the box, you make Jones beat, beat you, and he won't. He will make bad decisions. He'll turn the ball over. The Bears are they the,
0: the play to Slayton. The 40-yard bomb to Slayton was a nice play, but they, there, are, there are not enough of those to justify the offense. There was a
2: couple ball. nice passes to Slayton that looked pretty nice. But, yeah, I mean, I don't care if you march down the field 80 yards. If you throw a
0: pick, it doesn't help you. Yeah, right. bo- both the times yeah, they Slayton did have had two, a right? the, uh, They had one in the red zone, right? Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Slate, yeah. Both the Slayton plays where he actually was like standing with the ball in the end zone were, were both excellent. Were, we're both well executed. Were, were, those were the, but those plays, as Craig said, are few and far between uh, for the Giants. Uh, moving on, uh, the Atlanta Falcons are heading in to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. How about them, Cowboys? Cowboys, minus 4.5. This opened up at Cowboys minus 5. I liked it at the 5. I like it even better at the 4.5. This is going to be one of my one of my 5, you guys. I'll tell you that right now. Um, I feel as though, and this is Mr. Overreaction talking again, um, I feel as though people are unfairly shitting on the Cowboys for that Sunday night football game performance. When what yeah. they really should be doing is bigging up the Rams. Um, now I get that. The I Cowboys... think the Cowboys
0: lost a close game that could have gone either way on the road against a good team.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and so, yeah, so good for them. Now I get it. If you're a Cowboys fan and this is the most heavily, heavily covered uh, football team on planet earth, Um, I get that if you're a Cowboys fan, you're just like, hey, we were kind of sold a bill of goods of this is going to be a new slinging it down the field team. And then, you know, McCarthy kind of made, you know, it was, you know, like if McCarthy ripped off his uh, his COVID mask Scooby-Doo style, I was expecting to see Jason Garrett back there and start clapping his hands, you know, because the play calling was just so similar, but.
0: Now let's see who you really are. My exactly. Shot Timer. <laughs> oh no.
1: <laughs> you should be winning. This isn't a playoff game. No. Uh well,
0: yeah, the old man from the haunted amusement part. Yeah. Uh.
1: <laughs> but uh yeah. The Atlanta Falcons, D V O A style. So I mean, small sample size, yes, but worst defense that performed uh on in week one belongs to the Atlanta Falcons, who were sliced up by the Oh jeez. Uh, the best
0: weekend was Wilson's throw over the top to DJ McCaff. Oh, Calvary. that what a thing
1: of beauty was
0: that was. Gorgeous.
1: Yeah, that, that was the foo- that was football uh, porn
0: the that. Well, R- Rust was like on point. Yeah.
1: They let him cook, like, which we've been everybody's been yeah. talking about for years. They let him cook for four quarters instead of yeah.
0: That's that Rust cook is definitely the meme. Uh yeah, they were uh they were on point in that football game and uh jeez did that ever uh mm-hmm. Did that ever work out for Seattle? Uh, yeah, I think Atlanta's defense is terrible. Yeah,
1: and their, specifically their run defense is incredibly terrible, and the Dallas Cowboys are, are just... This might be... I, I mentioned this earlier with the Titans-Jaguars. This might be one of the games where the Cowboys have the ball for like 45 minutes because they're just running it for six yards.
0: Here's the, the one left. thing I would be concerned about from Sunday if I were a Cowboy fan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cam Irving got hurt.
1: Yeah, the injuries for sure.
0: Yep. Blake Jarwin done for the year. Mm-hmm. You've got... Uh, You got Leighton Vander Esch, who's got uh, a collarbone situation. He's going to be gone for a few weeks. You've already got Lyle Collins, who's going to be out for a little bit with his hip injury. Mm -hmm. Uh, Injuries are starting to pile up, and two of the ones I mentioned there are offensive line injuries. That is a problem, especially when you factor in the retirement of Travis Frederick. I thought the Cowboys were the best team in the NFC coming into the year, but they they continue to lose dudes here. I don't think they're going to lose this game. But if they continue to see injury clustering, like that's that's something that really screws a team. Uh, not so much injuries, because that happens to every NH- NFL team, but injury clustering is yes. when you get a real, real bad situation. And now they've got two linemen who aren't going to be playing for a bit after already losing Travis Frederick in the offseason. That's that's uh, that's that that's a problem, because if uh, for some of the stuff that uh, Kellen Moore and Dak Prescott want to do, you're going to have to have a good offensive line. They've got really good players in the line. Zach Martin is probably the best guard in the league. Uh, you've got, uh, Tyron Smith who, uh, maybe not the best tackle in the league anymore, but he's, he's on the list of, uh, sort of the next echelon. Uh, but if they've got, uh, holes in the offensive line, it's going to be a real problem for them. I think they win this game. I think that they've, uh, really just, uh, have a, have their way with the Falcons defense. But I, uh, that's my concern for the Cowboys going forward here is we're seeing some guys get hurt and guys that uh, play important spots and do important things.
1: Yeah, definitely something to be concerned. Don't think it'll hurt them this week, though, against that Falcons defense. Cowboys laying four and a half. What do you think, Bill?
2: Cowboys, for sure. Um, Atlanta was terrible. And no one expected the Atlanta defense to be good. Um, they might be able to move the ball a little bit, but you're right. If you can control the clock, like, there's just no way you're going to beat a good team like the Cowboys uh, when you're getting run on like that. So I'll take the Cowboys
0: with the points.
1: Didn't Ryan have three receivers go for over 100 yards last in in week one?
0: Jones um, did. I think Ridley did. I don't, jo- Jones did anyone... and Ridley
1: for sure. Did they did they have a? I'm gonna, I'm
0: gonna look know. it up right now yeah. because they they collected a lot of yards sort of when that game had uh, had been decided. Yeah.
1: I so I, yeah. So I guess it doesn't really. I guess that's that's probably a bad example. But I mean, Also I... Cage
2: had 114 yards.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Exactly. How, how did we forget Russell Gage? Yeah. So. Elite yeah. receiver Russell Gage. <laughs> right. No, all three of those guys had nine catches, too. Yeah. Oh, the fact that Ryan had 54 attempts and 450 yards is something. Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, Russell Gage had 100, Calvin Ridley had 100, and Julio Jones had 100. Yeah, so all three of his wide receivers had over 100 yards, and they were never in that game. Fantasy football. Um, next up, the Detroit Lions. My beloved Detroit Lions head to Green Bay to take on the Packers. Packers lay in six. Um, my hot take uh, or, or overreaction, uh, DeAndre Swift is out of the league by week 10. Uh, I think he crumbles under the weight I, th- I think that I think that play haunts him for the rest of his short career, and he crumbles under the weight of being on the Detroit Lions, and he's and he's out of the league by, by like week ten. That's that's what I think happens for DeAndre Swift. That was so bad. Um, wh- why was he turning up field? <laughs> like he was in the end zone. I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what that was. Um, uh,
0: that that one was like. Like I, 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 actually said out loud because I'm watching the game with my my, my wife in the room. We're like, "Oh, touchdown!" And I, I literally just thought that clearly he's gonna catch this ball. I didn't even yeah. like, okay, wide open. The nobody throw nobody was exactly where...
1: five yards of him.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And it was a laser beam right in the hand. It was just so soft and beautiful from Stafford. It couldn't, you could not have thrown a more perfect ball. He just, he just dropped it. He just flat out dropped it. Again, I don't know why he was turning up field because he was in the end zone. All he had to do was secure it and fall down, and the Lions would have won the game. But man, um, so bad. Uh, the other hot take I have is they got to get Stafford out of, uh, out of Detroit. Right, what, it's just I don't, I don't know. I'm sure they got to do some like weird contract stuff or whatever, but there's always some weird contract stuff you can do in the NFL dead money. I get all that that stuff exists, but whatever we have to do, we've got to get Matthew Stafford on the San Francisco 49ers. Just get it done. I don't, I don't care what. Get it done. This is like like you like the Niners are pissing like the Lions are simultaneously pissing away this what should have been a Hall of Fame career, but he, unfortunately he plays in Detroit, so he won't even get considered for the goddamn Hall of Fame. And meanwhile, the Niners are wasting their time with Jimmy Garoppolo. That's that's what I'll say. And I realize Jimmy carries whatever dead money, but there's always ways around that in the, in the National Football League. And they and both those teams Garoppolo actually has very
0: out. little dead money left. Uh, potential then, dead money. Good. Left then figure the it out. Niners. The Niners were were smart. They just said, "Hey, let's put all the guaranteed money in the first like mm-hmm. two three years when we have nothing when we have nothing but unlimited cap space because our team is terrible." So mm-hmm. when the Niners signed that extension, they were pretty clever about it. So they can get off Garoppolo, I think, after this year with very little pain. Yeah. Stafford would be a different situation. There have to be a, a significant renegotiation, but that signing bonus money is already paid out. That's going to stay on the cap no matter what you do. Like you that's the, that is out. inescapable.
1: Yeah, figure it out because the Lions can just begin the tank and then they can fire like just jim caldwell got fired because he went nine and seven yeah that's what i'll say and matt patricia is is this alleged defensive guru is probably like uh, other than other than the rod marinelli season I, i i think i think this is the worst coach the lions have ever had this is this is something else this is I don't know what to do. It's, 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 um, it's,
0: it's, it's not good. Yeah. And there are a couple of different bizarre coaching decisions in that game, for sure, from Patricia. So, yeah, yeah not good. Just an awful, awful coach.
1: Um, Packers minus six. What do you think, Billy? Packers. Yeah. I, I,
2: think so I didn't think they'd be that good this year, but uh, the Vikings didn't play well. But, man, Aaron Rodgers was just carving them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think I got to go with the Packers. There's no reason to think that you're going to be able to carve the the Viking secondary and not the Lions, though the Viking secondary
0: has its issues. Well, what I would say is before the year that was considered potentially the problem with the Vikings is they went very, very, very young in the secondary, which has definitely worked out in the past for Mike Zimmer, but as you mentioned, with Tampa Bay, and we're probably still going to be mentioning for a few weeks, no preseason and offseason activities were very, very different this, this, uh, this past this veteran off-season.
2: QBs are good at, at torching rookie yep. runners, you know? Like, ve- veteran QBs know how to get people screwed up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it was a perfect storm, and but there's no way Detroit's going to clean that mess up.
1: Yeah. Historically, the Lions are the team to take in this spot because the Lions will find a way to spectacularly lose this game to the Packers, but by less than six. So you probably want the Lions getting the points, but the Lions won't win this game, and there'll either be some call that goes the Packers' way, or some missed call that goes the Packers' way, or Aaron Rodgers will chuck up a hail mary after some missed call that or some call that went the Packers' way. The point is, the referees will make sure the Packers win this football game. Is what is what I'm trying to get after, and half the time they don't even need to because uh, the Lions suck. Uh, Packers minus six. What do you think, uh, Craig? Packers. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, the Detroit Lions are your future, man, so uh, get used to that. Another, hey, another, another. Let's not forget the New York Giants. Yeah, another another wasted prime of the – Nah, the Giants will do something freaky. <laughs> They'll be like, no, we believe in Daniel Jones. Uh, anyway, moving on from my depressing Lions. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, Bill, your boys, your boys, uh, mm-hmm. head into Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Colts giving the three-point home bump. Um, one of the few lines this week that is a lot of high, higher li- – this is a high line week, you guys. This is the – there's only two games where the line is a field goal or less on this entire slate. Um. So COVID's given us some, some weird, weird lines. Uh, Colts getting the three-point home bump against your Vikings. Uh, what do you think, Bill?
2: Give me my Vikings. I, I don't two. think the, the Colts are bad, but I'll take three points against the Colts. For, like the Vikings are were – Certainly a better team coming into this season. Um, there's no reason. And the Colts didn't look gangbusters last week. They, they looked really like legitimate. Rivers looked bad. Yeah. like <laughs> Give me the Vikings. Like As much as the Vikings, they, they lost. They didn't look terrible. Um, so give me the Vikings and a couple of points.
1: Yeah, it's difficult to judge the Vikings' offense for me because most of what they did was in garbage time against the... Packers third stringers in the pre defense. But, uh, I mean, coming into this season, I, I remember when we did the over-unders podcast, and most of last year we were talking about how Philip Rivers looked cooked. Now, we wanted to we, – we, we tentatively gave Philip Rivers, who by all likelihood is a future Hall of Famer, um
0: – Let's see how he does with an offensive line with NFL players on it, as an example.
1: Exactly. And yeah. uh, the other thing was...
0: Early returns are not good.
1: <laughs> yeah, so far, not good. I mean, like, he might just be who we thought he was, and what we thought he was was cooked. So I kind of like the Vikings. I think this is a bounce-back spot for them. Although, it, this is... Like if the Colts had won, that th- like in this this is just dumb logic, but if the Colts had, if the Colts were one and zero, I'd be all over the Vikings. But it's the fact that the Colts are at home after having just ditched, uh, uh, having just pissed away a game against the Jaguars that has me just with a slight hesitation. But I I, I like getting the points in this more than I, I like uh, laying the three.
0: What do you think, Craig? Yeah, I I want the points. I uh, I just think that i guess we're gonna find out about rivers but if they have a hard time throwing it against this minnesota team i don't know if they're gonna be running it a ton either uh hunter not being part of that packer game obviously was a big problem for minnesota as well Mm -hmm. uh so yeah i i I will take uh I, i i will take the vikings in this particular contest
1: all right uh moving on the buffalo bills are taking on the miami dolphins the bills laying six on the road oh my goodness you guys um Wow, great spot to take the Dolphins, if you ask me. Uh, what do you think, uh, Bill, about the Bills uh, laying six on the road?
2: I try not to think about the Bills at all.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, yeah, give me the points. Uh, I, I don't like either of these teams. Um, Buffalo's a better team, but uh, I'll, I'll take the points with Miami at home.
1: Miami was better in the uh, in the. Patriots game than the score indicated. The Bills were not as good in the Jets game as the score indicated. Josh Allen had the worst throw of the entire weekend um, when he was rolling to his right, and I don't remember who it was. I think the, I think it was the second tight end was wide open in the end zone, and he sailed the ball over him by by fifty feet. Sorry, who was it, Craig?
0: It's Dawson Knox.
1: Yeah, Dawson. So who, but like. Sailed God, it, left. just like twenty feet over his head. It was the worst throw of the entire weekend. Luckily, the Bills. It didn't hurt the Bills because they were playing the flipping Jets. Um, but I like this is a spot where Fitz magic. There's another
0: has, Trevor Lawrence team, by the way. Anyway, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, this is a spot where uh, Fitzmagic magic is. Going to, come. I just I like this spot. I think this is a bounce back spot for the Dolphins. I think people are, I, I think the Bills will be good, but I think people are squeezing a little too tightly that they're they're going to be good. So I like getting the points. What do you think, Craig? Uh,
0: yeah, I uh, I would agree that uh, the Bills are a team that really they're pretty good. Even even with the 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 various Josh Allen foibles about, I think mm-hmm. the Bills are a pretty good team. I will take uh, I will take them over uh, a team that like I think that they're on the rise but I don't think that they are pretty good so yeah give me give me Buffalo here I will take that and uh, I, yeah give me Buffalo
1: all right the San Francisco 49ers are heading to New York to take on the aforementioned jets uh, Niners laying a touchdown on the road against New York Um I hope this is a stay away because I want to take the points, but I'm just not laying a full touchdown on the road against anybody, even the New York Jets. Um, Jets are terrible. I don't understand this Darnold stuff. I, I, I like th- This team is so bad, I, I, I can't even form an opinion on Sam Darnold because like, this, is, this is one of the just all-time puke scenarios I've ever seen. Adam Gase is a disgrace to football. Don't know why he's allowed to run this team. Or coach, it's ridiculous. Um, Niners laying seven. What do you think, Craig? Uh,
0: Yeah, I don't love this one. This is is a weird spot. Mm -hmm. I'm going to I'm going to take the Niners just because the Jets are just so bad.
1: I think that's I I do truly believe that that's the play. It's just I'm not I'm obviously going to make it one of my
0: five. Now, Trevor Lawrence should be looking at New York real estate. Is all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> Fair, I, I believe that it's just the line. It'll, it'll be one of those teams. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to bet on the Niners because you're right; a touchdown's too much. But I just, uh, I, I don't trust the Jets at all. Yeah. Obviously,
1: historically, the thing that's kept the Jets out of the uh, out of the thing is the the AFC East has been habitually a joke over the years, so they do get to play games against the Dolphins and the Bills, although the Bills are, are, you know, good this year. So the Jets always squeak out victories that, you know, make it impossible for them to get high, high draft picks. But, you know, maybe maybe this is the year, right? So who knows? Maybe
0: just...
1: Yeah, but, like, the Niners are supposed to be the play here, coming off the loss, and – but, man, that, that... – that loss to the Cardinals is exactly the way it kind of snowballs for the for the quote unquote Super Bowl hangover team. So just I'm I'm just unwilling to lay the seven on the with the road team, even though I think the Niners are really good. Well, uh, what say you on this one, Billy?
2: Yeah, I'm not afraid of the number. I like the Niners here. Um, Don't lose that uh, confidence. Yeah, I think the the Niners have such a better team, and the the Jets are horrible. I I know seven on the road is a lot, but I see no reason why the Niners aren't going to win this game by 12. Like, I I mean, the Jets aren't going to be able to move the ball. I I think that's fairly established. And and San Francisco will be able to put some stuff together. The the Jets' defense isn't that great. So uh, I see no way the, the Niners don't comfortably win this one. So give me the Niners all day.
1: Uh, Next up, the Los Angeles Rams heading to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. This line has moved a little bit. It opened up at Rams minus one. It's currently sitting at a pick. Now, I took the Eagles as one of my five at the plus one, so I'm going to offer you guys the plus one if you want it. Um, Gambling-wise, I think if you want the Eagles, as I do, um, you've got to get on this now because by the time we get to Sunday night, if the Eagles announce that, because uh, Lane Johnson's already said he's going to play. If, uh, was it Miles Sanders, the running back, is going to play, um, this game is going to be like Eagles minus one, or you're going to start laying points with the Eagles. might even get to two. might even get to the to the touchdown, or to, to the touchdown, geez, to the field goal uh, three-point home bump for the Eagles. Um, I like the Eagles. I think this is a, a, this is a classic. The Rams looked really, really good in week one, and the Eagles looked really, really bad in week one. Uh, and now the Rams are going on the road and everybody's going to be as the new hotness and the people are going to be picking the Rams on the road. Um, as good as the Rams looked, I still don't like Jared Goff. I like, it, there's a lot of tentative stuff about him throwing the ball. Um, I just, I, I think this is a good spot to take the Eagles. Uh, and I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm giving away the plus one to you guys if you want it. If not, you can take the pick with the Rams. Uh, Craig, what say you on this one currently at to pick them? Rams. Really, just going with the Rams.
0: I just think they're they're healthier. I like, and like again, the Eagles should have get some guys back. But this is the same Eagles team that just lost to the Washington football team.
1: I know, but it's like, never a good sign. I know, but uh, I mean, there there was there was some weird juju in that. Because here's the thing about the Washingtons: if they were any other team in the league, this would be the the like feel good storied, team that everybody's you know just rooting for based on the fact that they've got a lot of things going for them like the Alex Smith comeback, Ron Rivera, you know getting IV drips at halftime and stuff like that and and uh Dennis Haskins who I'm just never going to not refer to him as Dennis Haskins uh given like fired up speech, you know, half speeches in halftime. It was, it was like a freaking movie in there at halftime and and I I think that that kind of snowballed on the uh on the uh on the Eagles and not only that the e or the the, the Washingtons are going to win some football games this year. I'm very worried about my Washington uh, under five and a half season total that I took because I think that their defense and that Chase Young is just really oh he was really good and I I think all over the place. I think that Washington is going to be decent this year as as the season goes on. And I, and I think that we're going to look back on that game and go, you know what? It's not that weird that the Eagles lost in, in week one to, to, the, to uh, the Washingtons. And that, that's what I think. And I just, I just think this is a good bounce back spot for them at home against the Rams. What do you think, Billy?
2: I don't know. I thought the Rams looked pretty good. Um, I don't have strong feelings either way on this one. Um, I, I think I like the Rams more. Um, but yeah, I don't have uh, a strong enough opinion on either of these teams, at least yet at this point in the, in the season. So I'm going to say Rams, but with a question mark.
1: All right. Last game of the one o'clock slate, Craig, your boys, the Denver Broncos and one of the all time clock management uh, coaching apocalypses in the final two minutes of that game against the Titans. Going both ways. Both of those teams embarrassed themselves with the with the uh, clock management. Uh, it just yes. ended up going uh, the Tennessee Titans way after
0: they like, uh, trotted out. Thing, well, well, uh, to, to talk about that real quick. Yeah. I thought in the moment, like, okay, obviously Fangio's plan is we think Gostowski's going to miss again because he's in his own head, yeah. so we're not going to call the timeout because we're just going to we're just going to stop them and we make them kick the field goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and and that was what I thought was was the, was the plan, which a defensible plan in the moment, I mm-hmm. I, I think is fair to say. Um, then he says that after the game, he just. Was so focused on calling defense, he didn't think to call a timeout. So uh, a the defensible sign. plan, the defensible plan, just kind of evaporated at that point, didn't it? Yeah. So <laughs> that was that was particularly particularly ugly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's uh, that's where that went for me. Uh, I am. Uh, well, I'm not. Uh, I'm not uh, exactly thrilled with that. <laughs> uh, I think I've got some very serious concerns, and I think I've got every right to be. So, yeah. that is the uh, the situation with that.
1: Yeah, and have, have we? It's it's uh, Wednesday at the time we're recording this. Has Stephen Gotkowski been cut and retired yet?
0: No, he's still on the team.
1: What is going on? That should have been, uh, like, I should have been, like, I, seriously, if I was coaching that, I would have been, like, in the locker room, great kick, Steven, uh, we're going to be needing the jersey, because <laughs> like, you ain't going to be back next week. Uh, the fact I... that they
0: like, it, the fact, here's here's the stupid thing about the way NFL teams get run.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If the way that things turned out was the Titans just, the, the Titans just scored a touchdown on that last drive. Let's just say that's what happened, right? Mm-hmm. Kostowski probably cut today yeah but instead well he hit the last one yeah so we'll see how that goes for them yeah. but i don't know if that is a uh, recipe for long-term success if i'm being honest
1: absolutely not especially when they have to bring him out there like we they have to trot his corpse out there weekend at bernie style the tight points by the way
0: have hit eight of their last 21 field goals as a friend <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> oh god i'm like, like how like
0: how does that happen in the that, NFL? that's
1: not even the chargers haven't even been that bad at any point. The Chargers are notorious for although it seems like they've knock on wood, kind of solved their kicking woes. Your boys are playing the Steelers. The Steelers uh, laying seven. Both of these guys played on Monday, so not a lot of rest happening, uh, uh, or not a lot to be gained rest-wise. Steelers at home laying the seven. What do you think, Bill?
2: I like... The Steelers here. Uh, Denver didn't look great. I don't think that surprises anyone. But I I think about halfway through that game, the Steelers offense started looking a lot better. Mm -hmm. Um, So if they play a full game like that, I I like that they'll get the edge on the Broncos. So give me the Steelers.
1: Yeah, I think I'm with you on this one because I don't don't see much difference between uh, Locke and Daniel Jones from where I'm sitting right now, although I like (laughs) Locke to have a better chance going forward than Daniel Jones but I just think this Steelers defense is really good and uh, they're going to be I, I think they'll be able to get after Drew Locke and make him uncomfortable and I, I kind of like the seven. Uh, what say you on this one, Craig? Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs>
0: Well, I'm not going to bet on the Broncos. There. <laughs> <laughs> Do with that information what you will.
1: All right, we'll move along. Um, I'm going to declare Rams-Eagles the since it's a pick'em. I'm going to declare that the uh, marquee matchup of the 1 o'clock slot. I, I, I like that
0: game. I like yeah, that game a lot.
1: Yeah. Bucks-Panthers, that even though, said, uh, you know.
0: Uh, I think from the perspective of how often is red zone going to be here, Mm-hmm. I would say the Cowboys-Falcons, Cowboys-Falcons
1: would be the sure, for sure. Yeah, for yes. sure. And with, a, with an honorable mention to Bucks, panthers even though the line's really high, I think that a lot of interesting crap will happen in that game. It could just be fun. Yeah, just because the Panthers are, are going to be – and obviously we got to be glued to Tom Brady and what happens right now. But, again, not uh, not reacting on the Buccaneers still November. All right, 4 o'clock games. Uh, the Washingtons head to Arizona to take on the hype trains that are the Cardinals. Cardinals laying seven. Um I know I was just bigging up the uh the Washington football team. Uh I just I'm I'm on the hype train with the Cardinals right now. I think they're um even though they're flying high a little bit, I think Washington will be flying a little bit too high as well. They're they're, they're I don't see a 2 and 0 Washington football team. I like the Cardinals. I'm laying the 7 and I think they're going to be one of my 5. What do you think, Bill?
2: Same. I I love the Cardinals here. I, I... Washington had, what was it, maybe 170 yards of total offense? Like, it was bad.
1: The short fields, thanks to their defense, for sure. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I don't know how they ended up getting so many points. I'm pretty Uh, sure, sorry
1: sorry. not to interrupt, Bill, but I'm pretty sure I read that the Washington team last week did not score on any drive where they started on their own side of the field. I think all of their points came in in plus yardage situation. Yeah.
2: And I don't think Kyler Murray is going to make mistakes like that, um, especially when he throws the ball to the same person over and over again. <laughs> so I, I like Arizona here. I don't mind laying the points. Give me Arizona.
1: If you're in the same division as the Cardinals and you're watching that game last week, you've just got to be like, you mother fuck, son of a, are you that sh- they got him for Johnson? They got Hopkins for Johnson and a second round. What are we, fuck. You know, like like that. Lot of f bombs have to be going around if you're like, we got to face these guys twice this year. God damn it, man! Uh, Cardinals laying seven. What do you what do you think, Craig?
0: Cardinals. Yeah. The Washington football team had their nice story. That being said, mm-hmm. if I'm Kyler Murray, I I'm not looking forward to Chase. The Young. fact that you're yeah. you're probably going to see Chase Young on a pretty regular basis. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know if the Cardinals are going to do much to be able to solve that particular problem.
1: Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Like, I'm going to lay the seven with the Cardinals, but the slight hesitation I have is uh, what if Chase Young is just has an all-world performance in this game, which I'm thinking after week one might be something we talk about on a weekly basis on this podcast whenever we're trying to bet against Washington. Um, next up, the Baltimore Ravens are heading to Houston to take on the Texans. The Baltimore Ravens. Coming off that shellacking of the Browns are Lang 7 on the road, the second seven-point road favorite that exists this week. Uh, three teams on the road giving, giving high numbers. Um, this one's a little scary to me. Last week I get I bet against Deshaun Watson, and I won, but I didn't like it. Uh, it felt dirty, felt wrong, but not in the good way. Um... Um, the Ravens laying seven, man. Um, I really want to take the Texans here, but I'm not going to do it because Baltimore is just so flipping good. Uh, and in week one, they were even better than I, than I thought they'd be. And I laid the eight and a half with them last week and was uh, laughing after the first quarter was over. And I was like, Oh, check mark that out. Uh, but yeah, this, um, I'm not going to take seven, on the road against Deshaun Watson because I'm just not going to do him dirty like that. So this one's a stay away for me. What do you think, Craig?
0: I uh, also am going to uh, stay away, but I think Baltimore is going to win this game by a lot. Yeah. Because the the advantage that Houston usually has is hey our quarterback's better than the other team's quarterback, which mm-hmm. is probably still the case in this game, but not by a lot. Nope. Uh, Lamar was <sighs> mm-hmm. he was really really good. Really, really good. against Cleveland. Yeah. Um, I uh, and if if they have a situation where Lamar becomes an even more accurate passer, that's going to make them even even more of a pain in the ass to deal with. So, uh, yeah, I uh, I'm going to take Baltimore just because I think they're great.
1: Yeah. Uh, Billy, Baltimore laying seven on the road. What do you think? I
2: think you got a mediocre team at home. You're getting seven points with them. Probably a good team, I would call Houston. I, I think I take Houston, and I don't think about it too much. But yeah, any given day, Jackson can just destroy you. So I, I think I take Houston here. But uh, yeah, I'm not sinking any money into that
1: one. Yeah, completely agree. Better spots out there this week. Uh, next up, the Kansas City Chiefs are heading to Los Angeles, presumably uh, if the air is okay, um, to take on the Chargers. Is is this is the air thing actually a concern for this game getting off the ground?
0: I think it's more of a concern further north, but I uh, have to look at the latest maps to be certain. Yeah,
1: okay. Because like I know that didn't they can't they canceled a baseball game or something today? Um, uh,
0: yeah, Giants though, further yeah, north.
1: Further north, fair enough. Um, so yeah, as long as we're not worried about that, I guess this game will go on uh, without a hitch. Um, Chiefs laying nine against the Chargers on the road. Um, I am of the three high lines that we are given this week um high road lines anyway the Niners the Ravens and the Chiefs I am more apt to taking the Chiefs than the other two um I I just think the Chiefs will be able to slice through that that Chargers defense is is not as good as we thought it was and um yeah they they I just like the the Chiefs are the Chiefs, man. They're defending Super Bowl champions and they haven't missed a beat and they're coming off extra rest. It's more or less, we always talk about Andy Reid off a bye week. Last week was basically Andy Reid off a bye week and this week is more or less Andy Reid off a bye week going up against a pretty mediocre-looking Chargers team who um, are lucky to be 1-0 thanks to uh, a bad pass interference call and a uh, bad kicker. Uh, Chiefs Lang 9, what do you think, Bill? Chiefs.
2: Uh, Chargers bad, Chiefs good.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's it's not simple this one. That's great analysis, Bill, and yeah. quite frankly, the <laughs> correct analysis. <laughs>
2: I, just think like the, the Chiefs can destroy good teams by more than nine points, and and when they go up against a team that's just flat out bad, they got a lucky win last week. Um, I'll, I'll lay the points with the Chiefs. I'm not worried. Uh, Craig, Chiefs land nine.
1: Kansas City. All right. Yep. Um, yeah. Sunday nighter, pretty good one. This was the easiest take of the week. I've I've got to say this this was the easiest. This should be in all four of our picks. We should have, or, or sorry, all three of our picks. Um, we should have this one. I could not believe that this was the line when it opened up. Uh, the New England Patriots are heading Seattle to take on the Seahawks at, and the Seahawks are giving up four. The New England Patriots, who are still coached by Bill Belichick, are getting points in a primetime game. Taking the Patriots, this I didn't. I, I'm not. i am not i like I didn't even hesitate on this one. Um, Pete Carroll is a great coach. Um, Belichick owns it like, like just eats his lunch every time they play. The one time they beat him, there was the bad pat. There was the non-pass interference call in Gronk in the end zone that probably should have gone the Patriots way, but, uh, didn't for whatever reason. Um, yeah, I just flat out can't believe I'm getting points and the, with the Patriots and we've got to start getting on these lines early because when the Patriots are five and all or whatever, and, uh, we're, we're just not, they're just not going to be getting points again. Cause uh, everybody's going to be realizing, oh, shit, it's Bill Belichick. No matter who they're playing, we can't be giving the Patriots points. So uh, let's get on the Pats and their she... points now. Uh, yeah, here's,
0: here's what I would say, though. Let's just say it's last year's Patriots team mm-hmm. in, in, in week 16 or 17. So Tom Brady's a quarterback. Seahawks pretty good. Mm-hmm. You're getting extra points here, but wouldn't Seattle be a slight favorite in this Meh, game? Maybe.
1: Not four. Not four. No,
0: no. I'm saying you're get you're you're, you're probably getting a free field goal. Seattle so yeah, be favored by a point or two.
1: Maybe, yeah. And I and even then, I'd still take the Patriots because I'm like, hey, getting Fair the Patriots in a primetime game, and and yeah, I just I I, I the the Patriots. I'm excited for this, this game, right? And yeah,
0: and because here's the thing with the Patriots is I think they may be on a little bit of a clock here because you know, my brother and I, Billy, we were talking about it uh, uh, not on this podcast, but. Uh, how long can they have? Oh, yeah, we had 14 design runs for Cam Newton. How long can we do that before that stops working? Mm-hmm. Not because the defense figures it out, but because something happens to Cam. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, it looks like they're going to do it and they, they, they might be all right. So
1: I am concerned that um, Allen Robinson is going to end up on the Patriots. Like when we come on this podcast next week, that like Allen Robinson is on the Patriots. That's... That's my concern. Maybe
0: it'll work out as well as the Muhammad Sanu one.
1: Now, yeah, I obviously some mitigating circumstances there. Alan Robinson is much better, but uh, yes,
0: all, all those things are true. But you're yeah. you're you're right.
1: Yeah, I'm just I, I would be most because where's the? Because if Alan Robinson does indeed get traded, because he's already pretty pissed off, where are the spots that he ends up? Packers would be a spot, but no way the Bears trade him to the Packers. So let's take oh. them out of the equation. Um, Dallas, no. Colts, maybe.
0: I think the Colts would definitely be willing to ask because they've got Ty Hilton and a couple of guys and a Mm -hmm. bunch of guys who are uh, pretty new to the league. Colts is. Uh, I think. I think that Philadelphia Philadelphia? would definitely, definitely be a spot. Yeah. Uh, Do you think that? no, oh, no, that doesn't make sense from a dollars and cents perspective. San Francisco would be a spot.
1: Yeah, San Francisco, maybe if they've got the. Although if I'm San Francisco, I'm saving all my assets for Matthew Stafford. So, <laughs> there's, <laughs> so there's <that>. uh, Las <laughs>
0: Vegas, I think would be a spot
1: that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, I could see that. And yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it just depends if Gruden loves uh, Allen Robinson or not. Is he one of the guys that, that. Is, he, is
0: this guy a football player?
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> this guy. I love this guy.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, man. Anyway, back to the game. But, yeah, I'm, I'm worried Allen Robinson ends up on the Patriots and then, but, like, actually does well on, like, their last few, like, wide receiver claims. Um, yeah, Seahawks laying four. Uh, what do you think, Billy? Uh,
2: I, I think I go with the Patriots here. I think uh, the Seahawks, they had a great game last week. But, yeah, they're playing a real defense now. Um, I, I think it'll be close enough that I'm happy to have a few points. So.
1: The other concern for this one is we talked earlier about uh, Pete Carroll finally letting Russ cook. There's also the chance that Pete Carroll's that guy who's like, okay, guys, we finally did it for that one week. Back to what we normally do, right? <laughs> like, run the ball, baby. Right? Like, Got to establish that run. Don't care if we only gain one yard of carry. Let's run the ball. And then, you know, Russ doesn't get the ball. But, yeah, I'm, I'm – taking the patriots and and the points uh what's your official stance on this one craig
0: my official stance on this one is patriots and the points
1: yeah uh yeah so we're all taking the the patriots all right last game of the week monday nighter should be a fun one uh the new orleans saints coming off that uh, pretty dominating win over over tom brady and the buccaneers um however the saints coming into this one super banged up um lost Michael Thomas and we don't have a word on him. They've just said that uh, a few weeks. So that leads me to believe that uh, it's some sort of high ankle sprain. Hopefully he at the best, I would say, hopefully he didn't damage any ligaments or whatever. Cause uh, if it's just a high ankle sprain, we'll probably get him back in November ish. Um, but yeah, we're, or well late, yeah, late October, early November ish. I would think we'll, we'll get Michael Thomas back hopefully, but uh, Yeah. Yeah, hopefully that's just not season-ending because I enjoy uh, watching Michael Thomas play football. Uh, that said, the Saints, uh, another high road favorite, six points on the road against the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, the, did you guys find it weird when you saw LV on the ticker last week? I just I was just like, wait, am I watching? Like, I kept having these moments where I would see LV, and I'd be like, wait, <laughs> am I watching the XFL? And then I was like, no, 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 it's the NFL. It's, the it's a, a really yeah, it's a real league. It's uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, look really good offensive wise. Defensively, they're they're in a bit of a, a bind there. Um, don't like the Saints enough to lay the points. A lot of over door cover uh, potential on this one. So stay away from me. What do you think, Craig?
0: Uh, yeah, I will. Uh, I will say that it's uh, it's a stay away from me as well. If I, if I had to pick, I would say I would take the Raiders, but I don't love having money on this game. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, better spots out there. Uh, Billy, what do you think on this one? Saints getting six.
2: The Raiders, they put together a decent showing last week against a terrible defense, but they're going up against a real good defense. I, uh, Carr had, what, 240 yards, and they had 30 on the ground? Like it wasn't that good when you consider Carolina's defense is bad. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm taking the saints here. I feel like the saints are going to be able to, to put them back in the place we expected them to be. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, just a, a, stay away from me, but it should be an interesting Monday night or a lot of fun, a lot of fun names in that one. So, uh, be uh, be interesting to watch. Um, so that's it for this week. All that's left to do is to throw out our five picks. I think coming off my five and a week, I don't think you guys will mind if I go first. No, in um, fact, I
0: encourage- sorry, what was that? <laughs> I I encourage it.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna lay the points with Dallas, like I suggested. I'm laying that four and a half. Um, I'm going to take Miami, uh, getting points at home. I'm going to take new England, the aforementioned new England, uh, laying the points with Arizona, big believer in the Carolina, the Carolina or the Carolina, the Cardinals. Sorry. I'm a big believer in the Cardinals and I'm going to take Philly plus the one which I'm offering up, I think I think Philly's going to have a bounce-back game. I expect big tings from both the Rams and the Eagles, and I just think this is a bit, a bit of a letdown spot for the Rams and a bit of a bounce-back spot for the Eagles. So I've just kind of got dueling philosophies going there, uh, leading me to believe that I'm going to take the Eagles. Um, Billy Boy, 2-2-1, uh, two, two and one, even Steven after Week 1. Uh, who you got in Week 2?
2: I'm laying a lot of points this week, but we'll see how it goes. Um, I'll start with – I'm going to go with Green Bay. Um, -hmm. I'm going to take Dallas just like you did. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm getting some points with Minnesota. I'll take that all day long. Mm -hmm. I am laying a lot with San Francisco. And I'm going to, I'm going to lay the points with Tampa Bay for some fun. Mm -hmm. I want to watch that. Tampa Bay
1: minus eight and a half. Uh, Craig Needles, take us home on week two. Good, sir.
0: Yeah, I am going to say that I'm going to be selecting um, the Rams. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be selecting the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, clean uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will be selecting. I know it's a lot of points in the road, but Buffalo Bills. Mm. Uh, give me the Patriots, as you suggested. And my last one and I I, I I went back and forth on this one a few times and I I decided that I'm going to take the Ravens.
1: Okay. A couple of road favorites from you guys. All right. Um, so, yeah, those are our picks for week two in the National Football League. Uh, crossover Podcast available at the crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com, slash crossoverpodcast, and soundcloud.com, slash crossoverpodcast. We're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the Crossover Podcast. We're also on Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher, so check us out on those. Review us and uh, pump up our numbers there, please, and thank you uh, for everybody. Uh, that'll be it for the rest of this week because I don't really have much going on on the other side of the podcast other than that Mandalorian Season 2 trailer dropped this week. Did you guys check that out?
0: Ooh, I did everyone.
1: see trailer. Oh yeah, it looked pretty... That, I'll
0: take a look.
1: Yeah, it looked pretty dope. Um, yeah, so yeah, we got Mandalorian coming up, so I realize it's in, it, it's not till the end of October, but we'll have Mandalorian coming up, so that'll give us some stuff to talk about on the other side. Um, I'm sure Mac will be on to talk the wrestling at some point. So, you know, we're, we're getting... Things are knock on wood. Things are getting back to a little some semblance of normal in this. we uh, have got some
0: bad news about the COVID numbers lately. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know what? You're right. They're 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 creeping up. So let's uh every, just everybody for the love of God wear a goddamn mask. I just don't know what to say. It's and quite frankly they have masks that make you look cool out there. So get one of those and and slap it on. Um, so yeah, that's the last thing I'll say. But uh, let's 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 hope that we can. Uh, kind of keep it together um yeah that'll be it we'll be back next week talking uh breaking down week two and week three so uh good luck to everybody uh and their picks craig and bill as always pleasure doing this with you and we'll talk to you next week on the crossover podcast